You are called to be a prophet. I want to show you what I believe was the possible relationship between God and the prophet Jeremiah. The following is what might have been their conversation. Yahweh says, I call you, Jeremiah, to be a prophet to the people in this difficult time. But Jeremiah protested, I do not know how to speak, for I am only a youth. And Yahweh gave assurance, I will put my own words into your mouth and make you a prophet to the nations. Well, to me, that sounds like a good job. But Jeremiah had no time to marry, and a difficult time in his hometown. Let's look at what his life was like. A neighbor said, Hello, Jeremiah. And Jeremiah said, Soon you and all of your family will be killed, or taken captive by the prevailing army that will soon surround us because of the people's beliefs in other gods. And the neighbor looked at him askance and never spoke to him again. John, a person Jeremiah had grown up with, was passing by. What's up, Jeremiah? And Jeremiah said, You have forsaken the Lord your God. Soon all of your crops will fail. Your family, your sons and your daughters will be carried off into captivity. And so it went on, day after day, year after year. Jeremiah wasn't invited to many parties, weddings, or events of any kind. The words that God was putting in his mouth left him friendless, unwed, alone, and depressed. Trying to follow God had left Jeremiah in a bad place. We have heard some of the kinds of prophecies that God might have given to Jeremiah to say and can envision the scorn and ridicule that he has undergone. In our reading today, we have heard Jeremiah say, You duped me, O God, and I, I let myself be duped. You were too strong for me, and you triumphed. And our God who listened thinks, I have given my prophet Jeremiah too much. His heart is heavy, and he is very distressed. And Jeremiah goes on. All day I am an object of laughter. Everyone mocks me. God's heart opens, and God's thoughts are, He is hurt and suffering because he did what I told him to do. Jeremiah continues, Whenever I speak, I must cry out. Violence and outrage is my message. The word of the Most High has brought me derision and reproach all the day. The people have not listened to the warnings sent by God through Jeremiah. God's beloved prophet has lost face, the respect of those in his community, and he is very alone. 
And so Jeremiah says to himself, I will not mention our God, nor will I speak our God's name anymore. Jeremiah tries to quit, to walk away. But then he realizes that he is in relationship with God. God is the one who has been with him his entire life. God has been faithful while Jeremiah has cried out in his desperation. God has been trying to save the people. God has been there and listened. God didn't strike him down with a bolt of lightning. God heard his cry. God had established a genuine relationship with him. As God wants a relationship with all of God's people. Jeremiah recognized that the words of God were coming from deep inside of him. Their relationship could not be denied. And so he said, It, God's word, becomes like a fire burning in my heart. It's imprisoned in my bones. I grow weary holding it in. I cannot endure it. I must speak. While complaining to God about the work he had been given to do, Jeremiah recognized the relationship and the desire arose from deep inside him to carry on, to continue to work on the relationship, to continue the conversation with God, to continue to try and warn the people. I have been trying to peek into the mind of God, to place my words, what I believe God was thinking and feeling. And that's tricky at best. God's heart was reaching out to Jeremiah while God was trying to save an entire people who are about to be carried off after a war to Babylon. God is hoping that God's people will return to live in just relationships with one another to work at restoring the relationships that they and others have broken, to repair as best they can what cannot be restored. The most important relationship that needs restored is the one between the people and their God. God yearns for the people to set aside the foreign deities and return to the covenantal relationship. God will be their only God, and they will be God's people. Restoring and repairing a relationship between an individual or a community and God is so very important. Are any of you in a relationship, living with someone or seeing someone daily that you need to converse with? An important part in any relationship is healthy communication being able to speak openly and honestly with each other. We need to be able to speak of our joys, our sorrows and complaints, and expect to be heard. I think this works with God also. God understands that for our relationship with God to be genuine, our voice counts too. God is not the only one in the relationship who has something important to say. And so God gifts us with prayer as a way of communication, which includes speaking our mind about whatever we may endure. God values what we have to say. God honors what we bring to the table. 
This is why the example of Jeremiah's life as a courageous and persistent prophet who often endured physical suffering for his fidelity to his prophetic call is important for us to hear. This is why the laments are included in the Bible to let us know it's all right to bring everything, even our anger, to God. Have you ever spoken to God in this way? With this tone of voice? Might you think that to do so would be a sin? Did you know that over one-third of the Psalms are laments? There are very passionate expressions of grief, sorrow, regret, or disappointment. The book of Psalms was the hymn book for ancient Israel, and 43% of their congregational singing proved to be complaints and expressions of sadness and disappointment with God. To lament is to wail, to moan, to cry, or to sob, to speak to God with a statement that a situation is unsatisfactory or unacceptable, that we are angry or confused. Once we know our faith history, we are given permission to cry out when we speak to God about the brokenness in ourselves or in our world. God wants authentic, honest, sincere relationship with us. When we approach God, we need to do so with a sincere heart. If we are angry or disappointed with God, we should speak out. God wants us to speak honestly and not to pretend that we are at a place that we are really not at. Expressing to God our honest feelings and belief is a good way to get things off our chest, to stop suffering our feelings, to release anxiety, and begin a path towards a more intimate relationship with God. Laments are the shadow side of faith. It's precisely because we take God seriously and desire to grow in faith in our relationship that we can engage in an honest lament. Using the language of lament, we can deal with our disappointments in life, with our disappointments in God. We are called to be in relationship with God, to live our life, and to love others. The prophets loved Yahweh with all their heart and soul. They loved their own people, and with clear insight, saw that living in the love that is God implies living in a just world, giving hospitality to strangers, charity to the poor, justice to the oppressed, and they could cry out with their disappointments. The experience of God's love is an experience of grace, overwhelming beauty, and unbelievable mercy. This is the voice of God that I believe was with Jeremiah and is within each of us. It is a gift of forgiveness, approval, and acceptance. To live in that love means to live in grace, to be gracious and merciful for others. It means extending forgiveness, approval, and acceptance. As Jesus said, it even means loving our enemies.
The prophet stood at the heart of the experience. We can cry out in our disillusionment and pain and continue to work towards wholeness and peace. We can place our efforts on right relationship and the healing of those who are broken. We can be the prophets to our community, to our nation, and to our world. Amen.